All right. Another episode of Anabolic Activities, episode 16. 16 is my favorite number. Um, and we're going to talk about supplements. What's worth your time? What's worth your money? Uh, which supplements I personally like. We did this podcast yesterday with Mark, <clears throat> and something happened to the footage, so I'm doing it by myself with the lovely guest of Blueberry. He just took a double shot, uh, Tropical Punch flavor. So we'll get his uh, view on a couple supplements as well. But yeah, we're going to be talking about supplements, not super supps. No, you junkies, not steroids. Um, maybe that'll be a later episode, but yeah, we're going to talk about pretty much over-the-counter supplements, maybe some health supplements. So I'm just going to kind of backtrack on what me and Mark were talking about. So the first thing is where to play, where, what supplements work and what supplements are not worth it. So I have been trying supplements since I was like 16. Um, not gear, but just different supplements from GNC, uh, different vitamin shops, things like even test boosters. I've had some good and bad experiences with a lot of different supplements. Um, and I would say the best thing you could do is research, which sometimes I did not do um, because I'm stubborn and I just like to try it. But most of the time, people are going to pitch to you, especially if you haven't done research and you're young and you go into a supplement shop, there's going to be a guy. He's probably going to be small, but he's going to have a little bit of biceps on him. And he's going to pitch to you, this is the best thing for sleep. This is the best thing for your testosterone. Or this is going to put tons of muscle on you, and it's probably just creatine. So I fell for that many times. So just do your own research. Um, but yeah, I would say we could start off with what my favorite supplements are, what I currently use, and go through that a little bit. And then I could talk about the supplements that I think are bullshit and the ones that don't work. So my favorite supplements to use are intra-workout. Um, my coach, every coach I've had has prescribed me intra-workout for my training. I think it goes a long way, especially if you're training hard. If you're trying to lose weight and you're starting out, I don't think having intra-workout carbs is necessary. I don't think any supplement is that necessary. And I think they're just a supplement to your diet. That's it. They're not, supplements are not gonna be the breakthrough to your physique. They're not gonna do anything crazy. They're not going to, I don't know. They're not going to do a lot of what is on the bottom and what people are going to say, especially seeing your idols promote these companies <clears throat> and be like, this test booster is going to make you a natty king or this whatever the fuck it is. Uh, don't fall for that shit. It's never worth the money. And diet and training is always going to stick. It's always going to be the right answer. So yeah, but intra-workout, I love essential amino acids. I love some carbohydrates, maybe, maybe like some cyclic dextrin, I think it's called, and some electrolytes. Throw some creatine in there. It doesn't matter what time of day you take creatine. If anybody tells you to load creatine, I think it's stupid. Um, but yeah, 
let's get into intra workout. So intra workout, it helps, it helps me stay full, keep my muscles full throughout the entire workout. It helps me keep my strength to some degree from the first to the last exercise. I feel good. I feel hydrated. I feel like I have a little bit of endurance, but again, it's nothing crazy. You're not going to start sipping an intra workout tomorrow and feel like Ronnie Coleman. It's not going to skyrocket your performance, but over time it will add up and it does have a lot of benefits compared to a lot of other things I've tried. So essential amino acids, here's how I break all of these down in a meathead style. I know some people in the comments roast me and they're like, oh my God, you need to stop calling yourself a meathead and improve on your your uh, education and, and, and this and that. Okay, whatever. This is how I do things. This is how I'm gonna keep doing things. I'm, I, don't, I have an open mind. I'm always willing to learn, but the way my brain works is I have to simplify it and I'm gonna apply things in my own way and certain things are gonna stick and certain things are just not. So excited to announce that we dropped the anabolic template. It is a program bodybuilding slash power building to a certain degree it's a lot of volume it's a lot of top sets it's you know it's not for the weak but it is going to get you jacked and it is going to make you a lot more strong so go over to anabolicactivities.com or go to our instagram at anabolic activities and click the link in our bio now back to the program here's how i'd break it down essential amino acids i think you take about each, each I think per scoop, it should have about nine grams. I might be wrong on that. But essential amino acids, carbs, electrolytes, maybe creatine. You don't need to. You can take it whenever. Essential amino acids, basically, you're in the gym. You're curling. You're working out whatever muscle. You're breaking muscle tissue down. The EAAs are starting the recovery process right then, kind of. Rather than waiting and eating your post-workout meal and then you get those aminos into your blood, then you're getting it into your blood while you're breaking the muscle down. It doesn't work that fast, I don't think, but this is how I'm breaking it down in my head or to clients or to you guys. So take it how you want. But yeah, that repairs muscle tissue. It has nine of the essential amino acids that your body does not produce naturally. So you have to get it from supplementation like that or food. Um, so yeah, intra workout carbs, you're depleting glycogen as you work out. You know, you have carbohydrates before you train, carbs or fuel. You pump up, that's what gives you a pump, the glycogen, some water. But as you work out, you're gonna deplete that. So you know when you get a pump and it lasts, like you feel jacked for about 20 minutes and then it starts to diminish, it starts to go away as you train. The intra-workout carbs are gonna help that a lot. And I used to get pissed off because I look, I feel really good about myself the first half of the workout and then by the end, if my coach wanted me to pose or something, I would be like, I swear to God, coach, 10 minutes ago I just looked like fucking Jay Cutler, but right now I look terrible and I look flat and soft. Um, so the carbs will help with that. So really it just replenishes glycogen. It keeps the muscle full just like the EAs kind of do. Um, and yeah, 
it helps strength, it helps endurance, it helps a lot of different things. And it's just your body's able to pull from an energy source. Carbs are fuel, just like I said two seconds ago. So you want your body to have something to pull from, some energy. So if you're sipping the carbs throughout the workout, you're going to stay full and you're going to feel, just overall, you're just going to feel better. So electrolytes. The electrolytes are in there. Go get a hydration pack. I thought I had one, but those are super, I would say those are getting electrolytes in are almost more important than both of those, I would like to think, because if you're dehydrated going into a workout, you're behind the eight ball. It's not going to work. You're not going to get a good pump. Um, you're going to feel fatigued mentally even. I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist, um, but... When I'm dehydrated, rather than grabbing a monster, which I tend to do, I'm still addicted to caffeine. It's, it's a work in progress. But I'm slowly learning to grab for electrolytes and hydrate my body when I'm tired or fatigued, especially going into a workout rather than grabbing one of these because this is just going to it's gonna hit for about, 10 minutes, 20, 30 minutes maybe, maybe an hour if you're sensitive to caffeine, but then you're gonna crash out and you're gonna feel like shit. So make sure you get electrolytes in. It's gonna help muscle contraction. It helps blood pressure. It, help, it has a lot, tons of different benefits, but from a meathead perspective, for me, um, just fullness. All these things help muscle fullness. I feel full, I feel round, I feel a good pump. And if you're not getting good pumps in the gym, then you got to do something. It's usually people aren't hydrating. They're not salting their, their, their meals throughout the day. Or they're, you know, not eating enough, not getting enough sleep, whatever it is. But hydration is key. So I wouldn't worry about any of the other supplements, the carbs or the EAAs. I would, if, if you're tight on money, I would get an electrolyte supplement. Or you could just do salt. Pre-workout, you could just fucking jerk some salt into there, wash it down, and that'll do the job. But Or you could go to withinyoubrand.com, get a hydration pack, blueberry, I think we're out, fruit punch, or a liquid IV, or a noon tablet, whatever you like, you could do that. And Element, Element's a good one. Um, but if you're broke, you just throw some salt into water and drink it, maybe pre-workout, sometimes post-workout if you get cramps a lot like myself. But yeah, to go through that again, breaking it down, EAAs, repair muscle tissue, get those aminos in the bloodstream fast, start the recovery process quick. Carbohydrates, replenish glycogen, you need glycogen for energy, you need glycogen for good pumps, for strength, and for fullness. Electrolytes, simply just to stay hydrated, stay full, better muscle contraction, and it's just healthy to be hydrated. You don't want to be all dried out and feel all flat and small and depressed and want to jump off a cliff. But yeah, that's basically my favorite supplement. It's, it's three different supplements, but it's all put together into an intra-workout. Um, and you might be able to find some products that have carbs and EAAs in it, it might be expensive because aminos are expensive, but you might be able to figure something out. 
but I would say electrolytes are number one for me personally, and then probably EAAs, and then probably carbs. Also, for people that don't have a lot of money right now, um, I still I still do this. You could do you could go to Walmart and get Gatorade powder. It's just carbs. It does have sugar, so it gets a little tricky if you're trying to lose weight. If you're overweight, that might not be the best option. You might want to go with no carbs and just not do intra-workout carbs. But you can make it super cheap. You could even do juice. I used to do orange juice intra-workout, um, Gatorade powder, Gatorade, just regular bottle of Gatorade. Um, it has carbs. I'm pretty sure it's dextrose. Yeah. And it has a little bit of sugar, but if you're if you have a decent amount of muscle mass and you're lean, the sugar's not going to do that much to you, and you're going to be training hard, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I think I think that's probably my favorite um, supplement. Also, magnesium. Magnesium is great. I just started uh, taking magnesium religiously, um, and it helps a lot with anxiety. People that have anxiety like myself, um, struggle with panic attacks or anything like that, especially post-workout. If you do a hard leg day, <clears throat> I tend to get a lot of anxiety. The heart starts racing. So if you take some magnesium, I think um, that can go a long way. There's a supplement out there called Calm. Uh, I know Matt Jansen talks about it a lot. He's a well-known bodybuilding coach. It's just in a little tub it's powder you scoop it um, and it's an anti-stress little drink that you mix together it helps a lot um, but yeah again none of these are essential none of these are optimal whatever the hell you want to say about it I don't think supplements are um, what's the word I don't think they I don't think you need them to make progress I think you can milk a lot of progress just from the basics first, and then once you get that down, you could start sprinkling it in. Like even right now, I don't have carb powder. I don't even have EAAs. I'm not, take, I'm not even taking vitamin D, and I'm trying to be transparent and honest with everybody because I just, I've just been lazy. I just haven't been using them. Um, but five months ago, I was on point with everything, vitamin D, fish oil, uh, kidney supplements, um, everything, but I kind of been slacking off. But again, I'm still training hard. I still feel good. I still feel like I'm getting a little bit leaner. I stay full. So none of these things are really going to make or break your progress, especially if it's just a mindset thing. As long as you're just going hard in the gym, checking your boxes of the basics, food, sleep, training, and good decisions, then, you know, it doesn't really matter. But I know there's studies out there about a bunch of different things that are going to do this and that, and they're the, the, the end-all, be-all of, of whatever, the whatever, whatever. I just don't buy it. Um, I grew up watching people like Mark, Rich Piana, um, John Meadows, so all of them do take supplements, even steroids. They do take a lot of um, over-the-counter supplements. But they're also very honest in saying that 
you know, they're not going to do, they're not, you don't need them. That's what I'm trying to say. I said that 10 times already, but like Rich Piana says, you, protein powder is bullshit. Most of the time it's bullshit. Not the steak shake, you know, rest in peace to him. I'm sure if he knew about the steak shake, he would be drinking it right now. Um, but yeah, I feel the same way with mass gainers. A lot of um, younger people, maybe in high school, come to me and um, blueberry, you better stop. Come to me and ask about mass gainers and like, oh, like it's this crate, like it's 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 like they're they're talking about mask. You fucking little. They're talking about mass gainers like it's like it's like a trend or not that I've taken trend. They're talking about mass gainers like it's just gear, like it's something that's really gonna do anything at all. And they're like, oh, I just I just I just went to a Total Nutrition and I got this. Uh, blah 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 mass gainer like they, they know the brand they know everything about it I'm like all right if you take that research you did about this bullshit mass gainer and you applied it to other supplements that really work or you just applied it to your actual food and training you'd be much better off I don't know why I'm not saying all mass gainers are bad I used them for like two years and I just shit my brains out if I'm being honest I feel like there's a lot of fillers and bullshit in there again I'm not a scientist, so I don't know, but I, it didn't, it never digests well, especially if a lot of people are mixing it in milk, it's never going to digest well, um, causes gut issues, it just backs you up, and then people will take something like that, and it ends up, uh, you end up making less progress, because your stomach's all bloated all day, and then you lose your appetite, and then you're not, and then you're missing meals, and then what, so stuff like that, you just got to weigh out and um, really think, ask people. I didn't ask anybody. I, was, I, didn't, I wasn't around Mark when I was 15 to 17. So, and no, I mean, a lot of people did not care about bodybuilding or training like that. So I just had the internet, which was super useful. But sometimes being younger, you can get, you know, you believe everything. So you see one forum talking about this is the best thing ever and then the other one, you know, and just just be smart. Do your research. Double back. Do it again. Do it a couple more times and then see what happens. But it all comes down to basics. And I, I feel like that's corny as hell to say because I heard that a million times and I never listened to anybody that told me, you just got to eat more. Do you know how depressed that made me feel? I hated hearing, walking up to a big guy and being like, hey, what do I got to do to look like you? Or can you give me any advice? And he just said, eat more. That's what every big guy says. I'm like, give me something. Even if it's fucking blast some tests, give me something. Be honest with me. And after being stubborn for about two years, after I'd hear that a million times, I figured out, okay, it is food, because even when I did add something like testosterone to the mix, and I didn't eat, I wasn't eating, I added test, didn't eat enough, didn't see any, I didn't see anything, I didn't notice anything, maybe a little bit of hair, but it was also a low dose, it was about 200 milligrams, so... I didn't notice shit, and that really messed with my head. So that just showed me. And then when I took it, I, I, I tried the test. Tried a little bit of test, okay? 
kept the same diet. Wasn't really, I wasn't eating even five meals a day. I was eating like four maybe. Um, very off track, no structure, didn't notice a thing. Like I was like, I might as well have just stayed natty. This, it was, it was a terrible time for me. And I was so confused. And then, so I just came off completely. I was like, it's not my time yet. And then I came back around when I was bulking a little bit harder and I blew up. I made the most progress. I, everything blew up, every body part. I got strong, it was the same dose. I was just eating more. So that showed me, all right, these, these fucking big jack guys that keep telling me to basically fuck off and eat more, they have a point because that's all it was. It was the same dose, the same supplement, the same vial, the same bottle. Everything else was the same. It's just I increased the food. And I, I, the progress was very, very different. But, um, yeah, going into, so those were the supplements that I like. Um, again, it can be very confusing being young. I'm, I still get confused. There's so many supplements out there, I don't even know what to what to do. That's why right now I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need supplements right now. Um, but some of the, the, what should I say? How should I say this? Some of the bad experiences I've had, it hasn't been anything crazy. I do, I, I have been to the ER three times for pre-workouts though. So kids, be careful with the high stem. Okay. It can kill you. So be careful. Don't be don't be banging two scoops to the dome of that super bio freak. Mm, that was a good time though. But yeah, so things like test boosters. When I was younger, I was just obsessed with gaining weight. I didn't care. I didn't really want to be a bodybuilder, but I was just all my friends were thick with two three C's, right? They were football players or they play baseball like myself, but they just you know, naturally had thick calves, or naturally, I was a stringy kid. I have skinny wrists, I have skinny little ankles. I was always pretty fucking shriveled, to be honest. And uh, I hated it, I hated my body. So I was always looking for ways to gain weight and muscle mass. Um, obviously eating, I tried that out, I was doing that. But there was a lot of different places to get information from. And that's what I wish I would have known is being more selective with where what I'm choosing to listen to, digest, and then try out. Because a lot of it's bullshit. And a lot of it is just the same type of person as me. It's just a meathead talking online on a forum. So you got to play it smart. Okay, You got to stay on point like Sloby says. Um, but... Yeah, so I had bad experiences with test boosters. I say bad, it's not like, you know, anything crazy happened to, to me, like my, you know, I was safe. It's just spending money, um, wasting time, putting too much expectation on, you know, the natural test booster over the counter that just has boron and zinc and magnesium in it, which I could have bought separately for cheaper but they put it into a test bottle and they pitch it to you like, this is gonna increase tests, but they don't tell you that only, like it's not directly, it's not like testosterone. It's not directly gonna increase your test like that. It's kind of just a bunch of different supplements that on paper 
have been shown to increase some of your free test, but it's 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 not as um, aggressive as the dude who's going to be behind the counter pitching it to you is. So I would say, yeah, I spent a shit ton of money on test boosters. I'd even have my mom buy me test boosters for like Christmas. I remember one Christmas I wanted a stack. I was like, I'm going all in, the natty stack. I had like two different test boosters and I still have the bottle. So I was able to look back and look at the ingredients and it's not, it's not anything, it's just vitamins. So I definitely got played, but um, yeah, I would just be smart. Like I, I keep repeating myself, so I apologize. Don't be hating on me in the comment section, please. I've had enough of that. You guys are mean sometimes. Just be love, everything is love. Okay? I love you, you love me. So what? Let's just have a great time. But yeah, test boosters. Um, and what else? Just any type of muscle builder. Obviously there's like pro pro uh, obviously there's like pro hormones. Um, I have tried a pro hormone before. And just toxic as fuck. I mean, they made me strong, but again, I wasn't eating enough. So I didn't get the look that I was aiming for. I didn't get the full bubbly round look. Not saying I even have it now, but I just wanted to have muscle mass on my frame because I was super skinny. But yeah, test boosters, probably the only, only uh, little time period I went through where I just wait, blew through a bunch of money for no reason um, and didn't get any result. So, and I did get blood work done during that time, being super young and nothing happened. So again, stick to the basics. What you could do for help, you, you wanna boost your test, <clears throat> train hard, hydrate, get your meals in, have some healthy fats. Healthy fats are uh, shown to increase or promote a healthy testosterone range. That's an easy fix. I know a lot of guys on PCTs, um, after an actual steroid cycle, they increase their healthy fats, do a couple different things, maybe take some boron. Um, I'm a big fan of boron. The other two, I'm not sure what they're called. It's like Tongarali or whatever. Do your research, do your homework, and be safe, most importantly. I know there's like a lot of people that struggle with falling asleep and getting good sleep and staying asleep. And right now, like pharmaceutical drugs are huge for people trying to sleep. And I know there's a lot of downsides to those. And I know you struggle with falling asleep and you've been prescribed things in the past. Um, are there any supplements or routes that people can take besides using pharmaceutical drugs to get good sleep? Definitely. And I'll be honest with my experience with the pharmaceutical side of things through Kaiser. I'm going to out you. You're a Kester. Um, yeah, there's tons of things. I've tried them all besides the CPAP which that can be maybe when we see Stan this weekend, we can talk about how benef beneficial a CPAP would be, even for people that don't have a thick neck or really have sleep apnea, it could still benefit you. But yeah, my experience right now, this is the heaviest I've been. 
and I would say my sleep has suffered the most. But my sleep is what is hindering my progress, for sure. Um, and I used to be super dialed in with sleep. I used to get eight, nine hours every single night. I'd be in bed by 8.39. I'd feel amazing. Um, but as you make gains, as you get heavier, or if you're just overweight, or if you're just also skinny and you can't sleep, you have insomnia, you know, it, it's, it's tough. It's definitely tough. But my experience has been things like I mentioned magnesium. That's why I'm a big fan of magnesium is because it has some calming effects. It kind of uh, feels like more of like a, a full body, relax, like it relaxes your body. Um, and that, that can have benefits. But I would say magnesium, zinc, Maybe some some sort of CBD product. I've been messing around right now um, with CBN, which is don't again. I'm not a scientist. I think it's like a a cannabinoid. I think that's what you call it. So it's not THC. It's not psychoactive. It's not going to get you blitzed, unless that's what you want. Then you could do THC. But still, CBN. I'm telling you guys, try CBN. It's more tapered to the sleep side of things. It really relaxes you, puts you in a good, calm state. Plus with the magnesium, the zinc. Uh, I think people run into issues when they start abusing, um, not melanotan, melatonin, um, or even things like NyQuil, or even, yeah, prescribed drugs to fall asleep because it just, put, it just starts a, t a vicious cycle that could definitely hurt you and it's hurt me before um so yeah i haven't been able to sleep at all i've been getting like four hours of sleep a night and it's really pissing me off so i've tried just about everything i've tried smoking weed um i've tried gaba is a really good one I, I could go into that but my suggestion first is to look at your lifestyle and then add the supplements where you can match that so for me I noticed I was drinking a shit ton of caffeine late in the day, um, training super, super intense later, like at night can definitely mess with sleep a little bit. For some people, it might help. It might knock you out. You might be super dead, super tired by the time you get into bed, which that would be good. But for me, working out later in the day, having some caffeine after I work, it kind of just is a concoction for no sleep. So I try to train just structuring the basics, like I said, first, and then sprinkling in the supplements where you think they would uh, benefit you. So for me, maybe training in the morning, you know, making myself tired. I would say that's what you could focus on is forcing yourself to be tired first. You know, maybe cutting caffeine out after one, training in the morning, then whatever, you have work or yeah, training before work has helped me a lot because by the time I'm off work, I am like wiped out. I'm ready. My body is relaxed. It's just all about getting this to calm down. So that's when we add the supplements, magnesium, that's super basic. It's studied. It's, you could... There's tons of benefits on that. I don't even think there's one negative to magnesium. Um, so that, if you guys, ugh, 
If you guys have trouble sleeping, magnesium, number one, it's super safe. It's the most mild. The second one I'd recommend would be CBN. It's kind of CBD mixed with CBN. It's going to relax your body. It's going to do the same thing that uh, magnesium does, just a little bit stronger. Third one is GABA. GABA, I can't speak too much on because I haven't done too much research. I know it helps sleep. It puts you in like a sedative. Is that the right word? GABA puts you in like a sedative type of mood. You kind of, it definitely, I don't want to say high. It doesn't get you high. You're not like out of control, but it, you feel warm. You feel kind of just content and you feel nice and cozy. So GABA definitely helps. GABA is probably the strongest one out of all. It's definitely the strongest one. And you can get that wherever. I'm pretty sure you could get it at the, maybe not the grocery store, the supplement shop. Um, and usually I would say your best bet is to actually go through a bodybuilding company because most of the time they're going to put all those things I just listed, maybe not the CBD, but the magnesium, zinc, GABA, um, maybe a couple other things. They're going to put that all together in one product and it's going to be a bang for your buck, you could say. So yeah, research stuff like that. I think that helps a lot. GABA though, if you, if you cannot sleep, I'm telling you right now, GABA will put you on your ass. Not in a, you know, you're not high, but it just relaxes the shit out of you. You feel really good. And you're just able to just calm your mind and your body and relax. Um, but I have had experience with prescriptions. So this happened recently, like a month ago. Went to the doctors. I complained I couldn't sleep. You know, maybe get a sleep study done. Kaiser, you know, if people have Kaiser, you know, you just, I don't even have to say anything. Um, but yeah, so we didn't do the sleep study. And instead, he just prescribed me the day of kind of um, a, um, a drug called trazodone. And trazodone, if you look it up, I looked it up. The first thing it says is this is not for sleep. It's not, it's like an antidepressant. It's not for sleep specifically. Um, it just kind of relieves anxiety and stuff. So I was pissed off to say the least. Um, and I have tried it. And again, a lot of those, a lot of the prescriptions you're going to get, they're just a bandaid. If anything, they're worse than a bandaid. They're an extra knife that's going to jab in there and turn around and stab you even more. And then you're going to be bleeding out and then you're going to die. So yeah, I would be careful. I don't trust uh, at least eventually when I go with Merrick Health, it'll be a different story, but I'm not saying the doctor's a bad guy. I just didn't understand why I got prescribed the day of. We didn't do anything. Like, I walked in there, and I just got – I could have probably fucking asked for anything. I could have said, oh, I have a cough. It's really bad. Now I'm pouring up that lean with a double cup. That's how easy it is. They're just willing to just write you off, give you a prescription. So, yeah, it was tough. I tried it. I was having a lot of anxiety at the time too, so I tried it, and it was shit. All it does is knock you out. You wake up drooling, but then you 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 feel like you slept, but then you wake up groggy. 
you feel like shit, you almost feel sick, and you can tell it's just toxic. It's just not a healthy way of putting your body to sleep. And it really is just, yeah, it's just not a good fix. And then it's highly addictive. So you take it for a week, even a couple days, and then your body's like, you know, by the time nighttime comes around, your body's like, ooh, you remember that pill you gave me last night that we popped, that knocked out? Yeah, your body wants that again. And then if you don't have enough brain power, you're going to go reach for that pill, and then it's going to be months of backed up sleep because I don't even feel like I got REM sleep. I don't feel like I got deep sleep. I feel like I smoked five blunts, went to bed, and woke up, but even worse. So it doesn't, it didn't fix shit for me. And I got really frustrated because I'm like, all right, if, if, if this is my last, you know, resort, if this is the only thing I have, I don't know what I'm, nothing else was working. Um, but I went back to the drawing board and I really looked at, again, my lifestyle. I was like, okay, what can I do to make myself tired? And I, it's just doing more. That's for me. I'm not telling you. You know, if you have insomnia to go in the middle of the night and just bang out some cardio. But for me, I wake up earlier, get my cardio in now, which as before I wasn't. So I'm just doing more throughout my day. So by the time that I get to bed, um, I don't have too much energy. And the CBD, CBN, magnesium stuff that really wasn't working when I was training later in the day, drinking caffeine later in the day, it just wouldn't work. Now it works a little bit better because my body's already in that state of being calm, I'm chill, I'm very tired, I'm fatigued. So when I take the magnesium, take the other stuff, it really, really feels like it works better. Another thing you could do is try now, this is not for everybody. This is for a nifty nickel if you want to try it. Kratom. Now, I also, during prep, everything I listed, I don't have to go through it again. Maybe I will. CBD, CBN, magnesium, zinc, GABA, with a little bit of kratom. So people are probably thinking, kratom? Why would you take kratom to be peaked at night? You're going to stay up. That's not true. There's different strains of kratom. On Mind Bullet, see, Mind Bullet, we have a supplement, and I'm not saying this just to promote it. I don't get any kickback for this. I've actually been a Kratom fan forever before Mind Bullet, so don't shit on me. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we have a, a supplement called, it's not these, don't be taking a double shot before bed. That, that is not okay, that you need help. And sometimes I've done that. So, sleep bullet, okay? Blueberry. So, sleep bullet is a kratom strain that's specifically for bedtime. So, it relaxes you. It's not going to give you the euphoric. Uh, it kind of does. I'm not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. But it's a different, it's just a different feeling. It's under the category of everything I listed. I'm looking for a, not a body high, but I'm looking for something to knock my body down because my body is always ready to go. I always have anxiety. I always am on 10. I'm always like, I need to do something. So I'm always looking for something to just knock me the fuck down. 
which is Sleep Bullet. So it's little tablets, and you take about four. I like to take four before I go to bed. You could take, you could start off with two. You could start off with one. You probably won't feel anything, but it's better that way, and you can build up. So yeah, Sleep Bullet. Go to mindbullet.com. You can try it out and see how you like it. Um, just so I can not feel like I'm pitching you something, you could also go to a smoke shop and get a, the strain is called Bali. It's a, it should be red in a red bottle. It's called Bali. Really relaxes you. Again, just like everything else I'm talking about. I know I'm repeating myself, but I care about your guys' sleep because I know how shitty it is. Ugh. I care about your guys' sleep because I know how shitty it is to not get sleep. And it puts you in a terrible cycle where you wake up and you're tired as fuck and then you grab for one of these and then you drink it and then for two hours you're good and then when that two hours wears off, you're back to being shitty but you're shittier than before and then you grab another one and then you're ripping a thousand migs of caffeine and you feel like you're gonna die. So don't, that cycle is, is hard to break too. Once you're in it, it's hard because your body adapts and it gets used to it. And it's like, where's that double shot with 300 milligrams of caffeine every morning at 7 a.m.? And you're like, I'm going to give it to you. So your body, just, just, just be smart, all right? Be smart like Blueberry. But um, yeah, I'm aware this podcast was a little bit all over the place. Bear with me. Okay, haters in the comments, I'm still getting used to talking on the camera, okay? I'm still getting used to being comfortable in my own skin. So if you want to talk shit, pull up to 955 Riverside Parkway and let's get it cracking. 855 Riverside Parkway and we could talk about it. Sweet 10. Sweet 10. We could talk about it. Maybe, you know, you could buy a slingshot too. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm getting used to this, guys. So I apologize. I know this is all over the place. This is only like, I've only done a handful of podcasts by myself. Now, I know I have Blueberry here, but he doesn't like to say much, so he's not really alley-ooping me questions. But yeah, episode 16, anabolic activities, supplements, more like a vent. This was like a therapy session. Um, but yeah, like the video, drop a comment, let us know what you think. Uh, we'll be putting these out forever, so... Stay tuned. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be in Vegas this weekend. We got some great content coming for you guys. We're everywhere like the air. All right, so just be prepared. Bye.